It's Your Life is sponsored by James J.C. Cooley. Life is a series of circles and cycles, phases and stages. These are your experiences that teach you the lessons of life. You can either ignore them or embrace them. Welcome to the James Cooley Show, It's Your Life. James is a motivational speaker, author, military veteran, and founder of the James Cooley Foundation. James is here to equip you to strive for greatness and to overcome adversity. It's time to get equipped today for the challenges of tomorrow. Now, here's the host of It's Your Life, James Cooley. Hello, welcome to It's Your Life. I'm James Cooley, and wow, I tell you, we got a fantastic show, and uh, I'm so excited uh, uh, to have these guests in studio with us tonight, and uh, I tell you, Noah, just like you always say, it's baby, I think it's Junior Friday, baby Friday, uh, somewhere Well, it's my there. Friday. I was actually about to play the Friday sound effect because, you know, I'm off tomorrow, so <laughs> it's kind of my Friday. <laughs> you know, man, you're going to be missed uh, thoroughly. And But, uh, man, uh, every great uh, man, every great producer, every great person needs a day of rest every now and then, you know, so... Uh, we'll miss you, though. We'll miss you. And Michelle. Hey, man, so t- uh, tell me a little bit. What, what, what have you been doing today, man? Shows, 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 more shows, and upon that, shows. Well, you are the hardest working man in radio. And, no, I'm like, I'm going to go with what you say. Well, that's what I tell our bosses all the time. That is a good man. thing to say. And you know what they tell me? We know it, JC. That's why we, that's why he's your That's why producer. they gave you the best. <laughs> man, I tell you, Noah, we... Uh, got a fantastic show, like I was saying. We're going to talk about uh, animals, friends of the valleys. And, uh, man, I can't wait to get this thing started because we got two fantastic guests that Michelle is going to uh, introduce in a minute. And you know what? We went th- such a hard topic to talk about last night. I think tonight's show is much needed. I think it is as well. So, Michelle Cooley, how are you doing today, my great co-host i am doing great uh my great host <laughs> so yeah it is um baby friday i'm excited about the show today i'm excited about the guests i'm excited about the organization they're going to talk about and the services they provide so this is going to be an amazing show it's going to be an amazing show because we got amazing folks and that's uh the most important thing right there so uh Listen, audience, if you want to be part of the conversation tonight, that's one 344 1170 Again, that's 1-888-344-1170. Michelle, uh, can you tell our listening audience about the purpose of tonight's show? Yes, the purpose of tonight's show is to learn about the history of Animal Friends of the Valleys, about the population the organization serves, the processes of pet adoption and retrieving a lost pet, the services of the organization's clinics, the animal control services that they provide, and by the current needs of the organization, how the organization gives back to their community. Wow. Wow. That is absolutely fantastic. Can you introduce our first guest, you know, and then we're going to bring the other guests on when, when we get to it. But right now, can you introduce our, our first guest? Yes. Carolina Calderon. Carolina Calderon is the media and event manager at Animal Friends of the Valleys, only being here for less than a year. Her first golf tournament was oversold and fundraised at twice the amount of last year. She moved to Temecula from Fort Lauderdale, Florida, where she graduated from Florida International University with a master's in science of hospitality management. Working in the hospitality industry for over 10 years, she has produced and executed events of all sizes and shapes, from 20 people private meetings to conventions of over 6,000 people. She plans on continuing to help animal friends of the valleys raise money through events from weekend adoption to large galas. The James Cooley Show, It's July, proudly presents Carolina Calderon. Welcome to the show, Carolina. How are you doing? How are you doing? How are you doing? <laughs> I am doing great. Thank you so much for having us here. I'm very excited to speak to you guys about everything we do at Animal Friends. You know, we are so excited to have you guys on. I think Michelle been been working this or uh, trying to for at least a month or uh, a month and a half, I think. And she was saying, JC, or she called me James. I gotta get them on. I'm gonna continue to work. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna come up with times that works. And so uh we're here. So here we are. Yes, thank, we are. Thank goodness. <laughs> you, know, you know, Carolina, 
What was it like growing up in Fort Lauderdale, Florida, and what brought you to, uh, to Temecula? You I, you said you've been here less than a year working. What, what brought you uh, to Temecula? Yes, well, this wonderful pandemic brought me to Temecula. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I mean, in Fort Lauderdale, it was great. It was super busy. It's constant motion, which is great. Um, and then... What brought me here was the pandemic closed everything down in Florida first before California. So I thought I'd take a risk, brought myself over here, and it was the best decision I ever made. Wow. So, you know, you have a master's degree in hospitality management. First of all, what is hospitality management and what inspired you to pursue this career field? So hospitality management is anything that has to do with being hospitable. Um, So that's from hotels to event planning to... Uh, running like boats and ships, like the hospital hospitability of that. Um, and I just love people. I love helping people. I love working with people. So that was the degree for me, for sure. Oh, wow. So how did this um, bring you to Animal Friends of the Valleys? So when I got here, I started applying, and Animal Friends of the Valleys was one of the great organizations that was um, available. So I went and applied, got to meet Beth, who you will all meet in a little bit, and I was immediately hooked. I get to help animals walk doing what I love, what else is better? Wow, that sounds, <laughs> that is, I love animals too, you know, don't you love animals, Noah? Yeah, we're just, you know, introing the show and I'm already thinking about my little chihuahua at home and how much I love him, so you yeah, know, definitely. Uh, oh, yeah, definitely. Lo- loving animals, Noah, you already know that, and um, I tell you what, Michelle, can you uh, introduce our next guest, because I can't wait to get both of them on at the same time. Yes, our next guest is Beth Soltesiak. Beth Soltesiak is the Director of Donor Development. She's been with Animal Friends of the Valley since 2017, but has lived in Temecula Valley for over 39 years. Beth has been in the sales and marketing field for over 25 years. She started as Advertising Sales Manager at the Chicago Tribune after obtaining her communications degree from the University of Kansas. She started working in Temecula with the First Economic Development Corporation. Beth worked with the Temecula Chamber of Commerce, the California Newspaper, and as Director of Development for the Boys and Girls Club of South Southwest County. She was able to raise significant funds for the BGC through the support of charity-minded businesses in the Valley. She has also worked with various nonprofits in the city as an independent contractor. She specializes in raising money and organizing large charity events. Beth has executed capital campaigns, large annual events, along with smaller benefits. Her event and organizational skills, along with an entrepreneurial spirit, makes her a fundraising professional. She's also part of local rotary clubs like Lake Elsinore, Marietta, and Temecula Chamber of Commerce and other civic groups. Beth will be working with the community to obtain the needed sponsorship to help AFE become the leading community nonprofit shelter by providing a safe haven for all animals and quality and affordable care. Through community education and involvement, Beth will help AFE in its goal to end pet overpopulation and for finding a loving home for every adoptable pet in AFE's shelter. The James Cooley Show It's Your Life proudly presents Beth... So, Tiziak. Beth, how you doing? How you doing? Great. Welcome to the show. Welcome Michelle, to the show. Thank you so much for having me tonight. We are so excited to have both of you all uh, on here. It's, it's, uh, and my, I'm looking at my producer right now, and he's cheeks off. Uh, you guys can't see him. He's behind the glass. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but uh, we're just so happy. We, we're going to get at least one question in right before the break. Now, Beth, where did you grow up and what brought you to Temecula? I was born and raised in a northern suburb of Chicago, Winnetka, and um, I was one of six kids, and we came from a very religious very faithful driven family and um, I moved out to Temecula in 1981. So I came to Temecula when there was only one stoplight and there was 30,000 people. Today there's over 150,000. So I've really seen it grow. And so I've been on the beginning of a lot of different corporations and civic programs within the city of Temecula. And we're in the valley. So the valley is considered Temecula, Murrieta, Wildemar, Lake Elsinore, Canyon Lake, and Menifee now, which is really growing. But the whole valley has really blossomed and is going great guns right now. You know, uh, uh, you mentioned the valley. You mentioned Temecula. I believe, I believe Temecula 
is the best kept secret in all of Southern California. I know no one is probably going to disagree with that, but uh, Temecula, there is no place like Temecula in California. No, it's beautiful. I've raised four children who are now adults now and have their own families, but it was a great school system to start with. The many parks that they have, the opportunities, and I said, well, people that come to visit were 50 minutes either way. Either you're going to San Diego, it's 50 minutes south, or L.A., it's 50 minutes north, or Orange County is 50 minutes west. Uh, it's 50 west. minutes. You know, yeah. I, I tell you what, uh, we're going to take a station break, but I can't wait to get back and continue this discussion with these two great women. You know what? If you want to be part of the conversation, that's one 888 It's your life. I'm James Coley. There's more stories of greatness to help you overcome adversity coming up on It's Your Life with James Cooley. Hi, I'm James Cooley, host of the James Cooley Show, It's Your Life. And in the new audio version of my book, Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet, you can join me as I share my true life story of struggle and success in America. It's both a cautionary tale and a roadmap to achieving the American dream. Get the new audio version of my book, Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet, on Amazon and wherever audio books are sold. The J.C. Cooley Foundation is a nonprofit organization that was started in October of 2014. The J.C. Cooley Foundation continues to strive to expand its programs and offerings to the youth, young adults, and citizens of our great communities nationwide and overseas. We hope that you'll be able to take part in one or more of the many exciting events that we're offering this year and experience firsthand the pride we take in supporting our cause. It's our mission to equip the youth of today for the challenges of tomorrow, and we rely heavily on the generosity of individuals and business owners for support. Without the assistance of community-minded individuals just like you, we wouldn't be able to serve our youth each year. We ask that you make a commitment to support our annual appeal by making a cash donation. This year's goal is $50,000. Your generosity will assist us in making a difference in the lives of the youth in our community. You can give online at CooleyFoundation.org. Remember that every donation makes a difference regardless of size. The J.C. Cooley Foundation thanks you in advance for your contribution. Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet, The True Life Coming of Age Story by James J.C. Cooley. Using humor, wit, and engaging storytelling, James paints a picture about his arrival in a rural deep south town and realization that life would never be the same. Cooley lays out his struggle to adjust from city life to country life and back again, sharing his hard-earned lessons to educate, encourage, and enlighten our next generation of leaders and heroes. Get your copy of Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet by James J.C. Cooley available on Amazon and everywhere books are sold. Streaming now at TheAnswerSanDiego.com and Odyssey.com. It's time to dream big, think big, and be big. It's time for more It's Your Life. Now, here's your host, James Cooley. Hello, welcome back to It's Your Life. I'm James Cooley, and wow, I'll tell you, uh, we just started, just uh, uh, completed segment one and having so much fun. And uh, I know that we are getting ready to get off into the meat of the, the, the conversation. And uh, if you want to be part of the conversation, that's one 888 Again, that's one 888 Beth, you have an enormous and extensive career in sales and marketing. What made you decide to pursue that career? Um, just because I did have a degree in communications, and um, I always had a dream of working with the Chicago Tribune, and um, the opportunity that arose that I would be in the sales and marketing and advertising department and just fell in love with it. And I, too, am a real people person. I know people can say that, but I think Carolina and I really you know, enjoy to hear the stories of each individual persons that we meet, and um, we are so good at actually to planning all the events and helping the animals get out there and really getting the word out about Animal Friends of the Valleys. Wow, yes. I'm a marketing major myself, but I can really appreciate everything you guys are doing, especially, you know, for a very good cause. So now we're going to bring you, Beth, and Carolina on the same time. You're going to discuss the organization Animal Friends of the Valley. Okay, so uh, I'm going to start off uh, with you, Beth. Can you tell us about... uh, the history of Animal Friends. Sure, I'll be glad to. 
Um, the history is that Animal Friends of the Valleys was founded in 1987, and it was founded as LEAP, Lake Elsinore Animal Friends. And it was started by a group of women who just wanted to take care of animals. Well, it's grown so big. Back in the day, it was just a small group of women, as I said, who would go into the local Lake Elsinore city and um, just sort of take care of all the animals. And so it's grown, and we are part of all the six local cities, which is Wildemar, excuse me, Temecula, Murrieta, Wildemar, Lake Elsinore, Canyon Lake, Menifee, and surrounding rural county areas, because we do go out on the outskirts of all the cities. And when we first started, it was only like, I would say, five to 10,000 that we served, and now it's over 600,000 individuals that we you know, take care of animals, and each city has one to two animal control officers that are hired by the each city on a contract basis. Producer Noah here, guys, and Carolina, maybe you can tell us what type of animals you guys guys serve. I mean, is it all animals, or is there a certain selection? We actually have all types of animals, dogs, cats, guinea pigs, rabbits. Small, small farm p- animals. <laughs> and reptiles as well. And what is the population and demographic that your organization serves in the area? We serve over 600,000, and our demographics range from um, all types of socioeconomic diversity. Um, we deal with homeless individuals and helping them take care of their pets. We deal with people, especially now when um, people have been struggling through this pandemic. Anyone who, who has found it hard to make ends meet, we have a food pantry that they can come in and get food for their animal to make sure that the animal stays in the home with the family. And um, we are really blessed to have a whole range of individuals. And we, you know, also serve all faiths and nationalities. Wow. You know, I, I, I'm a hat. I, I got to ask this question. What type of animals? I mean, is it all animals? Is it a certain type of animals? Uh, yeah, I mean, what type of animals do you guys serve? Well, we do all types. So it's not only dogs and cats, but we've actually even had chickens and ostriches before. We've had all types of pigs. animals. There are pigs, little ones, and big ones. Um, so there's no limitation. And we work with a ton of rescues. So if we can't hold on to it, then we always find a home for it. Hopefully you guys have lots of chihuahuas there. Yes, we, we do. We do. Have a lot of chihuahuas. Yes. <laughs> and we also, with the animal control officers, we get in um, wild Life, natural wildlife and once we do the animal control officers will bring them into the shelter and we will call um, the wildlife foundation which they will come and project wildlife and come and get the animals to rehabilitate them to get them back out into their natural habitat so ladies can you tell us about the adoption rates and any challenges that you have faced regarding um, adoption with um, all the animals Let's let's start with you, Carolina. Okay, so the adoption rates do depend on if we have a dog that's altered or not altered. That it means if it's spayed or neutered. Um, but we even have great. We're we're there to help the community. We honestly want all these animals out of the shelter and find their forever home. So we have discounts for seniors and military, and even for specific breeds like Chihuahuas yeah. <laughs> and uh, pit bulls, um, and even puppies are a different rate. So it really just it's all different, but. Uh, we work with everybody that comes through, and if they're serious about adopting, then we'll always work with you all. And we get all sorts of breeds into the shelter. Everyone kind of has back in the day would think, oh, it's just the you know dogs that are sick or losing them, you know, have some deformity or something. But no, we get full bred puppies in. We get all different types of cats in. We we really run the gamut. That's why it's really important to keep up with our pets that are in the shelter because it changes daily. Well, how are the numbers compared to last year, the adoption rates? 
The adoption rate, well, we're pleased to say that we're about 90% adoption rate, which is fantastic. And because of COVID, a lot of people have been working remotely, and they have opened their homes to animals. And we were a little leery thinking, okay, once they all go back to work, we're going to have an influx of extra animals. But no, we're so excited that they fell in love with the animal that they were fostering and decided to adopt them. So we really haven't had too many animals returned during this time, so we're thrilled about that. And where do most of the animals come from? Is there a certain, you know, are they surrenders, ACO, or something else? Yeah, so we get animals from all different types. So uh, we do get surrenders, people that come in and surrender their animals to us. Um, and that's for many different reasons. It could be health. It could be what's best for the animal. We, um, our ACOs, that's our animal control officers, they find the strays and will bring them in, but also civilians that can safely get an animal and bring it in, can also bring them in. We also have a night job, so even if we're not open, we you can bring the animal. It will be comfortable in a temperature-controlled room where it can be dropped off if you find it or if um, you are surrendering as well. So they kind of come from all over. Maybe tell us also a little bit about the adoption process. I know there's probably some people that have thought, well, maybe it's a lengthy process and I don't you know, know if I really have the patience for it. Is it easy? What do they need when they come in? How simple is it? It's super simple. And we're all there to help you. We have animal care on the on the floors trying to help you get the best animal for you and your family. If it's you guys are active, if you're not, if you have one that already is trained or you're ready to get a puppy and train it yourself, we're there to help you and fill you in with all the information about each animal. So the process starts with you'll pick an animal, we'll help you with a meet and greet, and then you fill out an application and we will make sure that you have the correct facility for it. So if it's a yard, if it's a house, um, and then we just help you through the whole process of bringing in your dog if you need to meet it. And it's super easy. How long does the process take? Because I know maybe the meet and greet, some of them, people want to spend a little bit more time with the animal before they make a decision, or maybe they want to have more than one meet and greet. So how long overall, in general, does the process take? It really can take from a day to a week. It just depends on you. If you are ready to take that animal home, then we'll work with you on getting it spayed and neutered so it can go home with you that day or maybe that week. And if you're not sure and you're still kind of weary, we'll help you put a hold on it if that's what you want or put your information. And we'll let you know if you know this animal is getting adopted by someone else or if we're ready to have you come in and adopt it. But again, we're always there to help you. So the process can be quick if it's the right animal for you. I was just going to say, and you guys don't mind if it takes a little longer, because at the end of the day, this is about getting these loving animals placed in the proper home. That's correct. And we really want it to be a great match. And so it's really up to the individual. You can come as, you know, as short as you want or make it, you know, as long as you want. We just want you to feel comfortable with your new family member. We want to make sure that they find their forever home and that they are staying with you. That's our goal. Wow, that is uh, uh, so fantastic. Uh, I I like what you just said. They're forever home because, uh, uh, real quickly, I I remember when uh, uh, our dog, Bella, I I think Michelle mentioned that to to you all, Mm -hmm. and uh, she was a a dog that they found uh, in the woods, actually, her and her sister. And um, Michelle had been asking me about a pet for the longest, and uh, I'm, I wasn't a, a total animal guy, but uh, I broke down a heart, and uh, we adopted Bella. We got Bella. It was given to us, and uh, that dog is part of the family, just like you said, finding the right home uh, that fits in, and that dog is going to get nourished, and that dog uh, thinks she's human right now because mm-hmm. Michelle got her thinking that she... Yep, yep. <laughs> you know, well, we're going to take, we have to take a station break. But we're going to come back, and we're going to continue this great discussion. You know, I tell you, you got you, you to gotta be an animal lover. I love them. And uh, come back. If you want to be part of the conversation, that's one 888 Again, that's one 888 It's your life. I'm James Coley. There's more stories of greatness to help you overcome adversity. Coming up on It's Your Life with James Cooley.
There is much truth in a journey that ain't over yet, as all of us journey through life's precious gifts of time, just like I have. Hi, I'm James Cooley, host of The James Cooley Show, It's Your Life. And in the new audio version of my book, Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet, you can join me as I share my true life story of struggle and success in America. It's both a cautionary tale and a roadmap to achieving the American dream. This is a must-listen to for anyone who thinks they are stuck in life or need to understand that their current situation is not their final destination. Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet, is the unfiltered truth to provide hope for the future by challenging you to refuse to become a victim of life's circumstance and dare to be an overcomer because a bigger, better, and a more impactful life awaits you. Get the new audio version of my book, Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet on Amazon and wherever audio books are sold. The J.C. Cooley Foundation continues to strive to expand its programs and offerings to the youth, young adults, and citizens of our great communities nationwide and overseas. It's our mission to equip the youth of today for the challenges of tomorrow. We ask that you make a commitment to support our annual appeal by making a cash donation. Your generosity will assist us in making a difference in the lives of the youth in our community. You can give online at CooleyFoundation.org. The J.C. Cooley Foundation thanks you in advance for your contribution. Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet, The True Life Coming of Age Story by James J.C. Cooley. Using humor, wit, and engaging storytelling, James paints a picture about his arrival in a rural deep south town and realization that life would never be the same. Cooley lays out his struggle to adjust from city life to country life and back again, sharing his hard-earned lessons to educate, encourage, and enlighten our next generation of leaders and heroes. Get your copy of Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet by James J.C. Cooley available on Amazon and everywhere books are sold. Noah Dingley here, producer of The James Cooley Show, It's Your Life. And the new audio version of James' book, Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet, is a must-have. James shares his true life story of struggle and success in America. It's both a cautionary tale and a roadmap to achieving the American dream. Get the new audio version of Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet by James Cooley on Amazon.com or wherever audiobooks are sold. FM 96.1 North County AM 1170 San Diego. The answer. It's time to dream big, think big, and be big. It's time for more It's Your Life. Now, here's your host, James Cooley. Hello, welcome back to It's Your Life. I'm James Cooley, and we got the uh, animal friends of the valley. We got Beth and, and Carolina here, and I tell you, I mean, this is so much fun, and especially when we're talking about uh, animals. And uh, just like I mentioned uh, earlier, me and Michelle, our dog, Bella, uh, she have turned me into uh, a pet lover. I mean, I don't, it's kind of hard. I don't know what we would do without Bella. Well, you know what's funny, James, is I actually used to not like small dogs at all. And then my niece conned me into watching it for the weekend while they found it a home. Yeah, after the weekend, I wasn't giving it up. Right. <laughs> <laughs> We'd like to hear that. <laughs> and, you know, that's what... Uh, Carolina just said a few minutes ago, uh, making sure that uh, you find the right home, the right family uh, for the pet because uh, the pet become part of the family. Mm-hmm. And uh, like I was saying a, a minute ago, Michelle treats our dog like uh, she's a human. And that dog, I, I think that she loved that dog more than she loved me. <laughs> uh, you, know, you know, so uh, if you want to be part of the conversation, that's one eight 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 three four four eleven seventy. Again, that's one eight 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 three four four eleven seventy. This question has is, is been here for a, a while. What is the process for, you know, if a, a lost pet uh, and someone find a lost pet or a person trying to find their pet? I'll take that one on. Um, So if you've lost your pet, we actually ask that you contact your microchip company right away because your animals should be microchipped. Um, But if it's not, we want you to also complete a loss report on our website, and we will uh, post that as well. We uh, remind you to post on social medias, on any additional networks that get out to people. Um, Check your neighbors. Usually your dog won't go really far, so it may be hanging out with your neighbor. 
and then physically come into the shelter and check it out and see if your dog is with us. Um, you usually put it right away on the website, so definitely check our website out too. But if you found a dog, that's a whole different concept. First, it is based on your safety. If you are don't feel safe approaching this animal, don't do it. Call animal control. They are there to do that. If the animal is running at large and you don't feel like chasing or cannot chase it or it's putting itself or yourself in danger, then call animal control. If you can approach the animal and it's fine to come to you and it's friendly, then bring it to the shelter um, or bring it to a vet where it can get scanned for its microchip. And right away, the owner will be called. That's why you should microchip your animals. And then we will complete a or you shall complete a report and put it on social media. Also, maybe check if it's your neighbor's dog and bring it to the shelter and we'll take care of it until it gets back home. Well, you talked about the importance of microchipping the animal. And uh, for our listening audience that probably don't know a lot about that, can you go into a little bit more detail? Yeah, I'll get that one. Uh, Microchipping is about the size of a grain of rice, and it's a foolproof way of getting your your dog or cat, some people do do their cats and their animals, getting them back to you. Because a lot of times if they go running away or jump a fence, their collars come off. So there's no identification on the animal. This is inserted by an injection, which doesn't hurt the animal at all. It's you know very quick and easy, but it's a foolproof 90% way of getting your pet home because you fill it out and it's all your emergency contact information. And there's two people's on that. So and it's really important to update that information when you move or you go to another location. It is the microchip is is a permanent thing? Does it last forever? Batteries are high. No, it, is, <laughs> it is a permanent thing, and it's really great because you can go to any vet or you can go to any Petco, any PetSmart too, and they can scan it right there. Um, so it's not like you it, you're thinking, oh my god, a lot of people will be able to you know find that animal his way home. Can you tell us about the clinics available at the Animal Friends of the Valleys, um, the types of clinics and the, the treatments that are provided to... Okay, the clinic is located at 29001 Bastron Street in Lake Elsinore. So it's off-site of the actual shelter. But we have a full-time veterinarian there, and we have vet technicians who handle all the spay and neuter surgery along with the veterinarian. And um, and we also offer low-cost vaccinations. So our low-cost spay and neuter is a very much low-cost compared to your regular vet or animal hospital. Wow. You know, that's uh, great information. I think we got a caller from Texas. Ashley, are you there? Uh, yes. How you yes. doing? Hi, what? Ashley. How's it going? Good. How are you doing tonight? I'm doing well. Good. What, what's your question? Do you have a question, question for us? <laughs> oh, sorry. Yeah, I do. Um, so last year, your organization had the highest adoption rate from what I was reading, because that's where I adopted my cute little baby, Minnie, from. And so my question is, is what changes were made in the recent years to not only achieve that goal, but become the nonprofit of the year? Yes. Well, we were awarded Nonprofit of the Year in the state of California, so we're thrilled with that. And we were awarded that through Kelly Suarto, who is District 67 Assembly Member. And because of our great works that we do with the community um, and all our great programs and just really getting out, we had adopted over 8,600 animals this year. So that's how we really achieved that wonderful recognition, and we're thrilled about it. And the adoptions from last year, yes, they have increased just because of COVID, which is you know, a bad thing, but a good thing. And also we've gotten a lot, you know, this is kitten season and it's also puppy season. So we've been getting a lot of young litters of both species in. Thank you for calling. Yeah, no, of course. Thank you so much for answering my question. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Ashley. Um, can you tell us about your organization's animal control services and maybe also some of the things that pet owners should not be doing it as far as um, protecting the welfare of their pets? Yes, well, we have 
six cities that we serve, and we have contracts with all of those cities. And we have at least one or two officers that are on call and in the field every day. And they are protecting the public um, going at large and helping them with either barking dogs or dogs that have jumped the fence, or they go into hoarding situations. And I don't know if you listeners remember or not, but in 2010, we had a very big fire, the Holy Jim fire in the Lake Elsinore area. And during that time, the animal control officers actually went out to in the field near the fire to get rescue, help rescue all these animals. And we were um, pointed as the shelter with Cal Fire. So any of the animals that were in harm's way were brought to our shelter. And we housed over 71 extra animals on top of our already 241 animals that we had in the shelter. And that was all done free of charge. And there was no time limit of when, because a lot of the people that were displaced went to hotels or different areas that couldn't bring their animals with them and, um, or different family members who would rather not have the animal there. But we kept, it was during the dead of summer, it was 110. And each of our rooms are air conditioned and temperature controlled. So it's warm in the winter and cool in the summer. And we loved on them. We had a lot of volunteers that would play for with them, and we just really did a great job. Sounds like you guys are you know, just very plugged into the community. You guys do obviously a lot of good for the community. So how does Animal Friends of the Valley give back to the community? And this could range from retirement homes to blood drives, other activities. And then uh, finally, tell us about Huey's Heroes at the end. Yes, we do a lot of um, community events in town, which is great. Um, we do do our um, blood drives, which we're doing those currently, and that's um, once a month or once every two months. We've been doing it right at the shelter, which is great. We do have Huey's Reading Program, which is open. It's a free-of-charge program that any child who wants extra reading can come and read to the animals. And it's great for them to learn the cadence of reading and also just having learning to talk in public to the animals without them getting any criticism because the animals love it just as much and they can't tell them one way or the other if they're mispronouncing a word or whatever. So it's a great reading tool for any children. And it's a free event, which is really great. And then before COVID, we would go to all the assisted living um centers and take our foster pets with them that were trained and because it's been proven that the love of animals will help the elderly with mobility with remembering with you know just you know everything about what they're kind of struggling with right now it most definitely does i'd like to ask you both really quick before break uh we'll start with you carolina and then we'll move on to beth what is your favorite part of the job and what you do Oh, gosh, that's a tough question. Um, I love everything about it. I love watching the animals find their forever home. But what's even better is when we get to hear the story afterwards, the difference they've made in that family. We get emails and on our social media, we get stories sent back to us of how much of a difference that animal has made to their life. And it's crazy because they changed that animal's life completely. And just to think that they needed each other and they found each other and we were part of that is is amazing. That's a great answer. Beth, what about you? Yes. Well, just the fire that I was talking about, we had so many people just come and just say, oh, thank you, thank you, thank you for being here. And we didn't have to worry. We have to worry about everything else, all our house, all our belongings. And we knew that our, you know, favorite little pet and family member was you know taken care of so thank you so much and and during that time too we've gotten a lot of businesses which we still do that make contributions whenever we put a call out there for donations that we need um, they really step up and so does the public and we you know just really depend on them but they really you know come to the aid of you know all the animals wow (laughs) you know i'm just getting excited over here and uh uh, you guys do so much uh, for the communities and doing some great things. Uh, congratulations on Nonprofit of the Year. Yes, you know, very impressive. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. But we're going to take a station break. But we're going to come back and we're going to continue this great discussion. 
with these two young ladies. Remember, if you want to be part of the conversation, that's one 888 It's your life. I'm James Cool. We'll be back shortly after the break. There's more stories of greatness to help you overcome adversity coming up on It's Your Life with James Cooley. The J.C. Cooley Foundation is a nonprofit organization that was started in October of 2014. The J.C. Cooley Foundation continues to strive to expand its programs and offerings to the youth, young adults, and citizens of our great communities nationwide and overseas. We hope that you'll be able to take part in one or more of the many exciting events that we're offering this year and experience firsthand the pride we take in supporting our cause. It's our mission to equip the youth of today for the challenges of tomorrow, and we rely heavily on the generosity of individuals and business owners for support. Without the assistance of community-minded individuals just like you, we wouldn't be able to serve our youth each year. We ask that you make a commitment to support our annual appeal by making a cash donation. This year's goal is $50,000. Your generosity will assist us in making a difference in the lives of the youth in our community. You can give online at CooleyFoundation.org. Remember that every donation makes a difference regardless of size. The J.C. Cooley Foundation thanks you in advance for your contribution. Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet. The true life coming of age story by James J.C. Cooley. Using humor, wit, and engaging storytelling, James paints a picture about his arrival in a rural deep south town and realization that life would never be the same. Cooley lays out his struggle to adjust from city life to country life and back again, sharing his hard-earned lessons to educate, encourage, and enlighten our next generation of leaders and heroes. Get your copy of Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet by James J.C. Cooley available on Amazon and everywhere books are sold. The Answer, San Diego. Streaming now on iHeart.com and Odyssey.com. It's time to dream big, think big, and be big. It's time for more It's Your Life. Now, here's your host, James Cooley. Welcome back to It's Your Life. I'm James Cooley. And, uh, wow, you know, Noah, man, you know, uh, Ever since Michelle turned me into uh, a Bella animal lover, you know, every time I hear exciting stories like this and, and how uh, we got folks and organizations that are out taking care of the pets and making sure that uh, they get with the right family, right homes, I know what that means now. Uh, just like I mentioned earlier, because they instantly become they are. Remember they are a member family. of your family. My little Chihuahua. The first thing I do when I get up in the morning is I go searching for him so that I can get my morning dose of love before I get ready for the office. Absolutely. Noah, we got to mention this. Otherwise, I know uh, I'm going to get beat up about uh, uh, the 13th and, uh, and the 30th. Of That's September. right. Noah, can you tell our listeners a little bit about what's happening uh, during that time frame? Well, to our listeners and to anybody listening online as well, you can hear It's Your Life with James Cooley. Very special opportunity on the 13th and the 30th of next month of September. You're going to have to tune in a little bit earlier. We have some special programming. It's Your Life will be prime time for drive. You know, you can listen on your way home. 3 p.m. Absolutely. So excited about that one. And, uh, I and again, you, we'll point it out. People, people, it's not recorded. It's going to be live with James Cooley here, 3 p.m. No, I think we got two callers on the line. Two, yeah, from Temecula. Tala's calling first. How you doing, Tala? Welcome to the show. I'm well. How are you guys? Great. Good. Thank you. As a nonprofit, what kind of events do you guys host to be able to help all the animals you guys have in the shelter? And how can your community help you? Well, first, as an, this is Beth speaking. And um, as a nonprofit, we rely on government and local foundational grants and business leaders and just generous donors to help us feed and care for all the animals. You think you, you know, you have one or two pets and you know what that expense is. Well, just think of 8600 animals in a year. So, it's just a lot of food, a lot of care, a lot of supplies, a lot of programming. So, we really rely on diff- are these special events to help us fundraise to get money. And Carolina will tell you a little bit about the events that are coming up. 
Yeah, so we do a ton of events. Uh, we do even small ones where we go out to Starbucks or um, wonderful lunch places like we have our Bow Wow brunch. Um, and then we also go to Storm Stadium, different little small ones where we bring some adoptable animals and a ton of information. And actually, believe it or not, most of them get adopted out there. People that didn't know they wanted a dog find them and then they meet each other. And like we said, they find their forever home. But we also host bigger events. We have our annual events that we host. We have our gala, which actually is coming up. That's October 9th. We're calling it Cars for Canines and Kitties. And then we have our Spooktacular when we have a pause at the Promenade. So it's at the Promenade Mall in Temecula. And that is October 30th. And for that information and how to sign up or how to be there, you can go on our website. And right now, Carolina, I just want to remind our audience that we are in the midst of Clear the Shelter, which is sponsored by NBC4 and Telemundo 52. And we are thrilled to be part of that. We've been part of that for a couple years now. And with COVID, it's a whole month long. Before, it used to be just one or two days. Now, it's a whole month just so we can accommodate everybody and their changing schedules. But it's really a great time to come and find your forever pet. And we even have an event for that on September 18th. We are doing our own Clear the Shelter specific event, and we're going to have tons of vendors and all the animals you can adopt. Tala, thank you. Thank you for calling in. Amazing. Thank you, Talia. We have another call on the line. Alexis, Alexis, good evening. How are you? Hi, Alexis. How are you doing tonight? Hello. Hi. I hope you guys are all uh, doing good tonight. Thank you. You too. Uh, so I was just wondering, um, since I'm hearing about just all the great stuff you guys do for our communities, um, how is it that uh, for me or my friends, how are we able to um, contribute ourselves? Like, for instance, like what if we're, um, I don't know, like we have our kids hosting like a lemonade stand or something like that. They want to give some money back to the animals. Are we able to just kind of walk in and give um, the money or um, if we or do you guys accept just physical donations? I'm kind of just trying to figure out how that works. Yeah, we get, you know, all different avenues, which is great, which I'm in, sort of in charge of. Well, not sort of. I am in charge. <laughs> so i mean there's a lot of different all the way from girl scouts and children doing small lemonade stands to boy scouts coming for their eagle badges coming to do some type of project at the shelter um we really welcome everything and we welcome the smallest donation all the way up to the larger donations and it all goes right to the animals which is great taking care of them and it stays right in your neighborhood community it's not going out and going to a lot of different national um, organizations it stays right here right in your hometown Mm -hmm. so we would accept anything and now with COVID it's whatever you feel comfortable about you could either mail in the check or you can come in and we are masked and just for your protection And then also, I just wanted to bring up that we accept volunteers. So if you aren't able to do a monetary donation, we would love your help. We absolutely always need it. The animals need your help. Our staff needs your help. And you can volunteer as young as 14 years old. Oh, okay. Um, for uh, if you don't mind a follow up question on the volunteering, um, do you uh, is that um, also uh, good for like high school? Um, their volunteer uh, credits that they have to do? Yes, that, all the high schools that, require or? community service points prior to graduation. And anytime they come into the shelter to help out, we um, sign their sheet for all the community service points so it really helps them toward graduation and it also helps them kind of decide what kind of career if they wanted a career with the animals or helping the animals oh, okay very good thank you guys hey thank thank you so much alexa thank you, you know, so i gotta ask this question i know we are coming down toward time but uh can you share a a heartwarming story with our listening audience uh you know, this is this sounds so so wonderful. So, can you guys share a story? Oh my gosh, I love this part. I love sharing our stories. Um, so, we have a beautiful one where we got two dogs in, um, and they were microchipped, and which was great. Um, and we called the lady right away. We said, "Hey, we have your dogs. They must have escaped your yard." And she immediately broke down in tears on the phone. 
She hasn't seen these dogs for four years. They got out of her house and she thought that she was never going to see them again. She thought that they must have uh, gotten hurt and injured and put down, but they didn't. They were actually in someone else's yard and they stayed there and then somehow they got out and our amazing animal control officers were able to get them, bring them into the shelter and then we were able to do this beautiful reuniting and actually we have the video on our social media. It is so beautiful. It brought tears to everyone everyone's eyes. It was amazing. And we hear stories like that every day. Oh, yes. We have tons more to share. I could sit here all day and tell you. (laughs) Wow. That is amazing. Uh, I bet that made that person whirl. (laughs) How can I listen to audience? Get in touch uh, with you all. Donate uh, and come by and and check uh, the, the, the shelter. How can they get in touch with you? So definitely come and check us out if you can. We are at 33751 Mission Trail. That's in Wildemar. Um, you can always donate online on our website and or call in. And we have information about what we're coming up with, events, things we're doing, things we need, how you can help on our social media. That's We're on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Um, and anything else? No, I think that's it. Just come and try be part of our family. Yes, yes, and help the animals. Wow, I tell you, you all have been absolutely fantastic. Uh, I can tell you all the seasoned pros from the interviewing uh, perspective as well as, uh, you know, the uh, – Friends and Valley, animals, friends and Valley, uh, you know, so you guys have just been so fantastic. And I meant to say animal friends of the Valley. That's fine. We get that a lot. So that's okay. Very long. Yeah. Hey, hey, but, but you know what? Uh, friends and animals, just like I said, just like our dog is part of the family. So I, I want to thank you guys so, so much uh, for taking the time to come on the show and explain all the great things that you all are doing. I'd like to thank my great co-host, Michelle Cooley, for always being here, and uh, she put most of this stuff together. I'd like to thank my fantastic producer, Noah Dingley, I mean, the, the, the man behind the, the curtain or the wonder. <laughs> I'd like to thank our listening audience for taking time nightly to listen to the James Cooley Show. Remember, we are always looking for donors so we can continue, uh, donors and sponsors so we can continue to bring these great messages to you and these great guests. We will be back tomorrow. And uh, I tell you, I want everybody to tune in tomorrow. We've got a great show. We'll be back tomorrow. Same time, same place. It's your life. I'm James Cooley. Thanks for joining us for It's Your Life with James Cooley. To learn more about James, how you can support the show, or become a guest, visit CooleyFoundation.org. Join James weekdays at this same time for more motivation and inspiration to help you become equipped today for the challenges of tomorrow. This has been the James Cooley Show. It's your life, where you learn how to dream big, think big, and be big at everything that you do. It's Your Life is sponsored by James J.C. Cooley.